Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from r r Recognition and respect Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 To catch up with me and my adventures And hear from my guests Ranging from artists to entrepreneurs And much, much more Catch us every Monday of the week On the west side of the after party See you at the party, y'all What's up, what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing out there? You're tuning in to Recognition and Respect with your boy Sneaky. We're doing two today just because I'm a savage. Now I'm going out of town for, with my mom for a Mexican wedding and I didn't want to leave y'all with some stale content. So, you know, I'm recording some fresh shows. So doing two today, two next week. But Adventure Time, last time I was here, we were talking about hip-hops. We ended up having a great turnout. 200 people showed up. I hosted, I uh, got to open up, perform for like 50 cats, people were feeling my stuff, it was a great night, and then we had my residency on Thursday at the Hound Bar, again, dope, the 90s were alive and well, I was playing all the K-Rock classics, I had everybody singing along to Green Day and Alanis Morissette, just like throwback shit, you know, so I think that's what Thursday is going to start being, more like rock throwbacks, it's just a different crowd, people fuck with it get drunk it's very nice um and uh last fridays was chill if you tuned in we just had the last fridays and my previous guest as well as myself i'll be performing at the next last fridays on october in october at uh ham park more to come for that um and then what else did i do oh yeah it was labor day weekend since we didn't have the last show I DJed Movimiento, which is my homie Carlos's annual reggaeton party, and it was so out of control that my one-hour set downstairs actually turned into like a three-hour, four-hour set because it was just cracking. They were like, yo, we need a DJ, and I was like, shh, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> pulled up, DJed. Uh, some fo- there's a lot of photos and videographers around, so photos be coming soon. I'll keep all y'all updated. Um, yeah, it was a great week. A uh, nice week off and hit the ground running today. My second show, my second pair of guests. I'm going to let you all introduce yourselves right now. So just tell the people who you are and what do you do. And then we'll just start the conversation. You could Sounds say good. however you want, right, whatever right. you do. And then we'll just go from there. Well, right here is Redbeard, the feared one. Those to despise are the ones who hide from the sun. Uh, one of the founding fathers of the black and brown movement. Uh, my brother Marcus uh, couldn't be here. He on daddy duty, but you know, Mad Verbal's one. Shots out, shots out to to all the crew. You know, Black and Brown Movement Radio Podcast. Shots out to my man Sneaky for uh, representing on that. You know, the one episode for us there. Uh, Dark Side. Shots out. Who introduced yeah, yeah. us? You Got know, us what I'm saying. Connected. Yeah. But yeah, um, Black and Brown Movement Radio Podcast. Black and Brown Movement. In the Cup Productions. Uh, Hip hop for the people. PMA, Positive Minded Apparel, uh, you know, that's the gear. Um, and we got some uh, shirts and hoodies out in Italy right now. Okay. So, okay. Um, and then we just hooked up uh, Salvajes. I don't know if you know Savages, Mike Hempstead out there in Santa Ana. They've been doing a lot of shows and a lot of stuff, so we just hooked them up with some gear and uh, just pushing on that. The music, the podcast, we got a nonprofit, Movement Material, Inc., and um, so, you know, we're doing a lot, man. That's uh, that's what it is. My partner right here, Mike Skilo. All right, all right. How y'all doing? We're good, man. How you doing? Bless, bless, bless. So uh, y'all are business partners. Y'all yes. make music together. Yes. Is that, and 
so you're in the cut that's your company yes. and but y'all like collaborate together Absolutely. Okay. so building up those networks right yeah we've known each other for years man we met over in the hood off of uh 92nd and danker yes sir and um you know that was that was your hood your grandma's spot right yeah and Born always had the studio and me and my brother marcus we um you know roaming our neighborhood we had moved in over there and heard some music bumping out the little garage and so we uh you're all like what's know, going on yeah <laughs> you know so we went and and you know the rest is history as they say yeah well i was actually listening to some of the earlier episodes just to get an idea of what y'all do and like what we we're going to talk about and i heard mention that y'all been doing this since 1992 uh well, there, the there was there was a there was a conversation about that and yeah. i was interested in like okay what what's been happening for the you know what's been going on yeah. since 92 like well it actually technically started in 89 but um 92 that's the year i was born so y'all know so. okay that's what's up. <laughs> you know aging us a little bit over here but it's okay you know what i'm saying but yeah so 89 is when we you know came up with the concept and um basically what it was was um shots out to my man carlos barriga another founding father he we was in the back uh his back house in our neighborhood where we grew up and we was listening to music and you know we listened to all kind of music growing up you know what i'm saying um, whether it's, you know, musica latina, reggae, you know, funk, wh whatever. And so we happen to be listening to James Brown, the song I'm Black and I'm Proud. Okay. And so this Carlos Barriga, obviously, he's, you know, brown brother. And he was like, you know, because we grew up in our neighborhood is, is all black and brown. And so, you know, and you the beef was present and whatnot. And, but we always stayed tight. And so he's like, well, what if we say we black and we brown? And so the concept for the Black and Brown movement kind of started then, and it was all about music. Um, but, you know, 92, I came back from college. I went to Humboldt State um, out of high school for a couple of years, and I was up there doing music and kind of moved the movement up there. And, um, you know, small campus, small community, and so... A lot of weed. Oh, yeah. Lots <laughs> of weed, man. So I started up there with a live band. I didn't even know nothing about tracks. Okay. And, uh, you know, they didn't have a vocalist, so I just started writing rhymes, and they were doing covers of, like, Lowrider and whatnot, so I was just writing about smoking weed in Humboldt. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, next thing you know, we're doing tank keg parties and, you know, the little clubs up there. College shit, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, but then the last thing is I opened up for Cypress in 92. I got them, like, a pound and a half of the kind from up there, paid them five Gs, well, the can't you know the university paid yeah, yeah, them, yeah but yeah, i got yeah. them paid like five g's for a 20 minute set got myself paid like 1500 for a 10 minute opening set and they were just like man they wanted me to go on tour with them and you know much love and respect to them and i was just like you know what i really want to you know kind of do it on my own and you know and i have my own people's back home so 92 i came back and uh the next chapter started then dope so we met like you mentioned uh through dark side nine zero zero four two right shout out the homie um we met at speakeasy maywood which is like my monthly hip-hop event that i yeah. do which is actually coming up this week so if y'all want to come out it was dope experience hip-hop spoken that word was my first time there that yeah was dope. Man. come check it out yeah and uh so i we did a little interview after for the show and i never saw it. did that come out i didn't see what show yeah, it was on yeah. what show what episode that um you know on? what i'm gonna uh shoot you the link don't trip all right i'm gonna cool. shoot you the link so you could you know check it out and put it out there to your peoples because dope dope yeah because yeah. i want to get some shine on the on the movement yeah, and uh what i really thought was dope though was that like you know you came out to support you didn't really know me 
but you saw that I was making moves, so you got me on the pod, right? And I yeah. was like, okay, I need to get this guy on my show so that we could, you know, keep this building. And then I was looking at your videos and looking at the pod and kind of seeing the format. So do you go out to shows a lot? Like, is that like a majority of what the pod is, like documenting kind of like movements that are happening? Because I saw there's like a lot of footage from right. like events and shows. Yeah. And is that kind of like That's to highlight? Of, it's one of the biggest elements of it. Um, you know, if you remember, Mike was doing the Black and Brown TV Yes, sir. Shouts out to uh, Conscious, uh, artist that, you know, he produced. Um, she just turned, what, 17? Yep, 17. She's graduated high school, but she been doing it since she was, what, 11? Yeah, about 11, yeah, 10, 11, she him. started writing. So, Oh, damn. Yeah, That's, we kind of mm. followed her to her shows, and, and then, like, what we always did was we, we would go to shows, and we would, like, pick out artists that we liked and just, like, snatch them, you know, and for an interview, you know, and um, so it kind of... Black and Brown TV kind of started there, and then we came with the podcast a little bit later. But that's definitely one of the biggest elements of it is going out and, um, you know, to shows and interviewing people. And, um, you know, we've thrown benefit shows and, and whatnot and kind of videographed, you know, those. And, you know, so, but, yeah, it's, you know, being out there with the people, you know, on the underground scene, trying to give – because that's what the podcast is about for us is giving – you know, artists an opportunity, um, you know, to put them out there, you know, independent underground artists, you know, try and help them get some shine. And so, you know, definitely going out to shows like that, um, you know, helps us to do that. You know, sometimes we'll catch a headliner. We got a chance to interview Raz Kaz and um, Bishop Lamont on one of the episodes. That's dope. And um, that was through our people's shots out to Universal Hip Hop Museum because uh, my brother Marcus was not here. He's a Sir, fashion Silky liaison. D. Silky D. That's my yeah, it's girl. a bunch of old school heads, you know, okay. that are trying to, you know, keep yeah. the culture alive. Silky D, one of the first hip, you know, hip hop DJs. The first hip hop female DJ. Female DJ. But uh, DJ Smurf, um, you know, they got a bunch of like old school heads, DJ clientele. And so there's a um, hip hop museum, uh, Universal Hip Hop Museum in New York, and they're actually working on building the facility. But they have the chapter out here, and eventually they'll do the same out here just to preserve hip hop. So uh, yeah, so through them, you know, we've been able to. We did. Uh, we did Radio Tron, thirty fifth year anniversary. Shouts we out to it. Carmelo Alvarez, yes, who sir. Uh, Carmelo, edited that thing. The big homie. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, we we kind of did an episode just to that because I feel you. Yeah, we had a booth and we were part of the committee, so we was backstage and got pictures with Boogaloo Shrimp and. You know, a bunch of old school heads, yeah. man. So, yeah. I mean, you've been able to do cool stuff for yeah. the culture, like, and that's yeah. hip-hop related. So, I mean, I noticed that the pod just started. Like, it's July was the first, like, I was the first episode on the YouTube, yeah. the first video. It's, like, from July, I think, of last year. Or... Exactly. It's been about a year. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm I'm curious, like, what was that impetus? You know, what, what made you want to start the podcast? Like, what were you doing before the podcast? Like, obviously, we're going to listen to some music later. You're yeah. doing music. You're doing yeah. shows benefits non-profit clothing right. like you're doing all kinds of stuff yeah, so yeah. like where why pick up a podcast why you know why start that what was the what was kind of the driving force um well i mean myself and, and my boy shots out to uh, ivan castillon he uh him and i we worked together um some years back and you know during lunch and breaks we would always talk um and then we'd always do you know be out at bars and just out in public and stuff and then he you know, kind of late to the movement, but 
just grabbed on it right away. He's one of those social butterflies. He's always out there talking. So, like, he was already always promoting the movement, you know, helping us sell shirts and everything. And so we kind of came up with the idea, like, the podcast as a platform. And we had talked about it, uh, you know, with, with Mike as well about having it as a platform to not only promote ourselves and everything we're doing, but other artists, like I said, you know what I'm saying, uh, just trying to promote, uh, you know, underground independent artists, no matter what your art is. Right. It's not just MCing, you or know what I'm saying? It's not just hip-hop. Right. You know, cooks, you know, break dancers, you know, ballet. I, I don't care what your art is, you know, actual art, you know, drawing, painting, whatever. Um, you know, we just are trying to give people some shine and, and, and you know, give people some culture and, and let them know that the black and brown community, you know, there's so much that comes out of it, you know, that doesn't really get exposed, you know. Right. And so we're trying to, to use that as a platform to expose it. Well, I saw one of your, uh, I guess, the quote or your manifesto or your, your slogan was, like, to help uh, black and brown racial – it was something about, like, yeah. racial relations or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so is that, like – and I'm not. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm just. Yeah, no. Uh, is that like? Uh, is that like a catchphrase? That's something they use like as a buzzword, or like the, like your nonprofit and the events you do. Is that like a real thing on the ground that you're like in the community, really trying to unite black and brown? You know what I mean? Because yeah, some yeah. people, because you, you know, I'm wearing my my boy Street Rebirth. Right. There's the homie Smurf, um, and my my boy Face. They started this, and Smurf is black and yeah. Face is brown. So right. like. They put out a couple mixtapes, black and brown, and it's like, it's it's a phrase, you know? It's like, yeah. it's something that, that people kind of use, but I'm just wondering, like, is is it more than that to you? Like, is there is there real work to break down systemic rate? Like, do y'all go to rallies? Like, you know, what's the, what's that look like as far as people who have never heard about you and are just like, oh, another black and brown, you yeah, know, like yeah. another unity thing, but yeah. is there, like, real work in the streets? Um, it, it has been from the beginning, and we're just working on um, helping and, and making it grow. Um, yeah, it's it's never been a catchphrase for us. You know, it's it's who we are is what we know. Now, one thing we say is well, another catchphrase that we use is IMC, which is International Multicultural, because we don't want to exclude anybody. But at the same time, we are, this is who we are. This is what we are. This is where we come from. This is all we know. You know, I mean, I'm, I have black and brown blood in my family. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up with having, you know, family members on both sides, you know, and experiencing both cultures. And for me, I'm kind of what they call a mutt, you know, but I came up with the IMC, which is, you know, inclusive, just to say that I didn't fit in, you know, I'm, I was never white enough to be white, brown enough to be brown, black enough to be black. So I kind of, I was like a chameleon. I was able to kick it with everybody. And so, like I said, in the neighborhood we grew up with, um, it's a small neighborhood and, you know, gangs, you know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. You had a black gang and a brown gang and, you know, then you had a bunch of enemy gangs surrounding us. So we had to be tight knit. I was I wasn't a gang member, but that was my neighborhood. But it's hard not to grow. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. You knew gang. I'm yeah. pretty sure you know people that die. Well, you even talked about yeah. it. Yeah, like and it's so hard you not know. To, then you yeah. got the 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 pinta, the pen, where you know it's that divide is is you know, and then the enforced right, and right. the shots were called from there t to the streets. Right, and so you know, too many of our people's dying, and and just our thing was we have too many sim similarities to be fighting about our differences. You know, you got, um, and I'll just call it like it is, you know, 
the white man back, you know, in Beverly Hills or whatever, and the hood to me is like cages. And so you got blacks and browns in the cages like dogs, bulldogs, and they just watching them fight and kill each other while they sitting back laughing, you know what I'm saying? And so you got black on black crime, brown on brown crime, and then black and brown crime. And to us, it just never made sense. And so then with the nonprofit, now another backstory I got to give real quick is my brother, rest in peace, Josiah Elijah Brox, Jeb One, he was murdered in 1997. Now he is black and brown by blood, mother brown, father black. And we had different fathers. And so he was murdered in 97 and... Um, you know, it was it was he was murdered by MS, and it was basically a, a gang initiation to kill someone black to get into the gang or whatever. So that you know, besides growing up in it, struck home the hardest. Yeah, that's like a wake up call. Like that's so real. We created this shit to fight against what he died at the hands of, and you know, just the fact of it's the need is there. And it's so always been. What does so. the nonprofit do, or like what you know, what's What's the work look like? You know, maybe someone wants to get involved or yeah. if you want to help movement, out. Like- movement Material, Inc. Um, you could catch the website as Move Matt Inc., which is M-O-V-E-M-A-T-I-N-C, uh, dot webs, dot com. And um, also blackbrownmoves.webs.com. You could check YouTube, um, you know, Black Brown Movement 88, all one word, all lowercase. You know, social media, black and brown, Facebook, everywhere else. But the nonprofit is youth-based. And it's um, mentoring and leadership, and it's basically the black and brown element is there, but um, it's really like for we have our program called Mannerism, which is basically teaching boys to be men, and then our female program is called Phenomenal, which is teaching etiquette and you know the same thing on the female side. Um, we have elements of music, art, and it, you know teaching culture and everything, basically. You know, to fight against the gangs is giving the kids uh, an alternative to the streets. And so we're not only here, but we have folks in Atlanta. My boy's in Brazil right now building a natural composite youth center with his nonprofit, which partners with ours. And so, um, yeah, the work is being done, and it's not just local. It's worldwide. No, that's dope. And nationwide. And so, yeah, the black and brown thing for us is real. It's, it's our life. It's who no, we yeah. are, you know. And I, I'm glad to hear that because it's, like, it's too often that you have, like, armchair activists yeah. who are like, oh, we need change, and yeah. they're not doing shit. Right. Like, they're not even – they don't even donate to anything. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, don't volunteer their time. So to hear someone impacted, saw the issue, actually – built infrastructure to deal with it and is like continuing the work it's refreshing you know especially i know i'm young cat you know and so like a lot of people like my age we grew up like george bush and like there was always this feeling like damn there's no one out there like doing shit for the people but and now like now in this hyper political climate yeah everybody is everybody's political everybody's an activist everybody is revolutionary but it's like rare that you actually see the work it's like right. only in title or on facebook it's one never of the reasons like we're the here streets. today um is because of you know when i met you and seeing just the snapshot you know of what you was doing then and there you know it, it's in you you're doing it so you know what i'm saying it doesn't matter how young or old you are you yeah. know it doesn't matter you know there's so many generational gaps that we have to bridge right you know um 
cultural gaps. There's just too many gaps, you know. So no, yeah, and I mean even that spot, right? The Redwood Room. It yeah. has like like it, it's like old people, yeah. older folks in the front. Yep. Young people in the back, but like little by little, it's I've like seen them. I've they seen be them. coming out, yeah, hanging with the young yeah. cats, like you know, dancing to the music. Yeah. So it's like changing, and I hear it all the time because that bar uses like traditionally like rock, yeah. country, blues bar. Yeah, right. So everybody's like, oh, they're doing hip hop here now. Yeah. It's like you're changing the whole thing. Like the bar's looking nicer, and people mm-hmm. are coming in. So it's nice to be able to like have that positive impact, you know. Yeah. And um, on that note. So I was just curious because you said teaching men how to be men and teaching girls like etiquette on the female side, right? So, and this is just because like hip hop has, and I was just talking about on the on the previous show, hip hop has this history of like misogyny and oh, like yeah. sexism, right? And so yep. I'm wondering like, are is are your programs also tackling those issues and like teaching men not to be sexist and misogynist or absolutely because you know I mean, yeah. what it is like for us, we come from the old school. And so, you know, it's old school, traditional values, but at the same time, you have to be able to speak to people in their languages. And Mm. so we deal with the youth. I mean, um, you know, my brother Marcus and I, we've coached for uh, the Snoop League, you know, football. Okay. Um, We've been involved with with youth for, you know, as long as we can remember, even in our own neighborhood. You know, we got cats who come up to us from our neighborhood like, man, you know, really appreciate you, you know you know giving me those words of advice or keeping me out of this or that and you know i'm saying they're doing good now we've had athletes come come to us telling us the same thing growing up years later and you know so yeah i mean it's definitely about um what you said you know i'm saying is and it comes from the old school values you know but you can't be stuck in those. Right. There has to be some adaptation. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And so that's what we do. Again, bridging gaps. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I don't know if you've experienced it or yourself. I know I have older folks who will be stuck in their ways and stuck in those old school traditions. And yeah, like uncles and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's I'm like, like, did you, you know? vote for Trump? You yeah. did, didn't uh-huh. you? You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you know so yeah well that's this is something i want to touch on because i feel like you know when you're thinking about um like even old school rap that was conscious like yeah. five percenter and stuff like a lot yeah. of that was still like really homophobic and really like yeah. oh women are gonna be you know back, ba- yeah. babies and house and men yeah. you know so i was just wondering like since y'all come from that if you're bridging that it sounds like you are so that that's cool um what so the clothing and the nonprofit, like all that stuff separate right so does yeah. the clothing is that how you is that like well what i'm just gonna ask you do you have a nine to five or is the black and brown movement like a sustainable like is is that working out to the point where like your work and your passion and your mission is actually like putting food in the fridge or do you have a nine to five that right you now, just dedicate everything yeah. else you right put now i energy? do have a nine to five um i have off and on I also like Ubered for a year to give me some freedom to work on some stuff. We got a lot of stuff done during that. Hey, a lot time. of people on that Uber tip. Hey, you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, I do have a nine to five now. But I was told by my mentor, like, you know, this is your day job, this is your dream job until, you know, uh, you can get the the or vice versa. You know, until you get the dream job up to the point of where your day job is, you can't quit the day job. Right. So the dream is definitely, you know, and it might be in the nonprofit sector before just being able to do music and the clothing and everything else. But, um, you know, I might move to that full time when I'm able to make, you know, the same amount and then 
hopefully that'll give me more time and freedom to work on on the for-profit stuff and and yeah they're separate but they connect in ways where we sell gear and we take part of the profits and donate it back to our own nonprofit. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of what I thought. Like, yeah. if there was some kind yeah. of like yeah, residual, they're yeah. yeah, yeah, they're connected, but they are separate. So, in, like, when know. people like buy the clothing, they know that yeah. in some way they're supporting exactly the the groundwork, right? Yeah. And I think that's that's what's important. Is like you know, like the whole Nike thing just happened, oh, like yeah. you know, and their their shit went up, right? But it's because they feel you know the people are responding to what they see, so it's like. If the clothing is actually has like a message and is doing some good shit on the street, well yeah. then, go buy the clothing. You know, yeah, like exactly. So that's and that's it's it's not just business smart, but it's it's it, you know like it it works with building that community because then yeah. people rock the gear and it gets shown on the web and then people know like oh that person's putting their money where their mouth is and all that yeah. stuff. So that's cool. I mean that's that's the the goal. You know. Yeah, and how long have you been doing so? Oh, fuck, I don't want to date you. Like, when did y'all meet to start doing music? Like, how long has, like, the music stuff been happening? Um, probably about early 2000s. Yeah. Early okay. 2000s. Yeah. 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 And then, but you've been doing music how long? 90s, too. Okay. Yeah. And so you're too. producer, engineer, yeah, you producer, record engineer. and mix and master yes. and all that, yes. the whole thing. You have your own studio. Yes. and And so do you take artists on like random or do you choose you're like i i like what you're doing like come work with me or do you get random my, people trying my, to come you and know my biggest thing with an artist is attitude okay if their attitude is bad i don't want to work with them if they have a good attitude we can work sometime i might not even charge them okay so like you're really on the vibes and shit yeah. definitely yeah. because i deal with people that has been in this industry since pretty much the beginning and they won't deal with you. So if they won't deal with you because your attitude is bad, then I can't deal with you because I can't do nothing with you. Right. So I, I I like good people with good vibes, good energy, you know, somebody that wants to live every day to the fullest and mm -hmm. enjoy it and work hard and don't play. That, I mean, then as an artist, that's what you need to do if you're going to survive and like that's the mindset you need. So you're only looking out for successful people, like people that you think can be successful. That's really going to give it a, a really, you know, attempt at making it. Right. I mean, I know I could say... It's not, I mean, it's not as hard as it really... People are made it out to be, have right. made it out to be. It's not that hard. It's with... Sacrifice, dedication, yeah, yeah. And the time you're going to put into yeah. the work in and keeping a good, humble heart about it and having a good attitude, not coming, you know, with this attitude like somebody have to do something for you yeah, or I'm, I'm this, you know. When you start developing those type of attitudes, it definitely will hurt you as an artist, you know. And there's a lot of people watching, but people don't think they are. No, yeah, especially in social media world, especially yeah. like mm -hmm. doing stuff for your alternative media, podcast, yeah. YouTube, where like your stuff's out there and yeah. people can just come across it. Like people be hitting me like, oh, I heard your show. And I was like, oh, shit, you were li yeah. <laughs> you're listening to my show? Crazy. Uh, so we, we got the recognition part done. We know who you are. I, I've, I really dig like the message and the movement and the, the real work they all do. Like it's like I said, it's refreshing. So I want to get to the respect portion, like trials, tribulations, failures, uh, advice, anything like for people that are coming up, bridging the gap, you know, to drop off that wisdom. So like how long, like obviously you've been doing this a long time. Longevity is always something. So what are some ways that like 
you stay you know how do you stay relevant how do you stay inspired how do you like well, like as, when you've been doing it for so long right because yeah. i feel like i get burnt out sometimes right, right. and i just started so like how do you keep a movement That's an excellent question how do you well, keep a movement the biggest, growing the you know? biggest thing with that is change some people don't like change mm-hmm. but they have to understand that change is good sometimes change hurts sometimes it feels good but it's always good so if they understand that you have to change and adapt to every environment, every change that happens in the world. You have to adapt to what goes on in life. You have to keep your heart a certain way. You can't let your heart get hard because a lot of people let their heart get hard and let all the different, you know, psychological problems and things interfere with them in success. If they understand that you're going to fail quite a few times before you make it, mm-hmm. Then they will understand that don't let the stress beat you up so bad. Focus on the win and keep your energy good. And the main thing, like I say, is really understand the fact that change is good. So you're going to have to make some changes, and they're going to be hard. Trust me. But those changes are going to be good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, One thing, you know, I would say is consistency. I was going to say when you're asking him about artists and whatnot, you know, that he works with, you know, he's worked with us. And I know my brother not here, but he could attest to it, too, that this brother has helped us to become better, you know, artists. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, it's all that fun, have fun with it and everything, but don't play. Right, work. You know, it's the work. work. It's you know what I'm saying? Work, yeah. And the work ethic, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he's pushed us, you know, to the brink of, of growing and getting better. And you can't be afraid of that. So, you know... Hopefully that's, that's the change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You, yeah. You, if you're afraid of that change, things cannot grow. Yeah. You would never see a different result if you're still giving out the same thing all the time. Right. So if most of the artists understand, hey, it's going to be change. Rather, it's the friend that you thought that was supposed to be with you on your road, no matter what it is. You have to understand you have to make that change. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't having the right people in your circle. I'm sure you can attest to that. Definitely. To be successful, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices and that's sacrificing people around you that are not there to help you grow, you know. So that's a big part of it. Consistency, um, whatever it is you do, you know, staying consistent, like you are saying, not giving up, you know, no matter what you go through. Um, you know, we've, I know I have over the years, you know, like you said, it's been a long time. We're a little bit older. There's been times where I've stepped away. Okay. But I've never stepped off completely, you know. I've had to take a step back sometimes and just, you know, reevaluate things myself, whatever's going on, you know. We both have families, we got responsibilities and, and So y'all both have kids? Yes. Yeah. How many? I have four. Three. Okay. So those are big families, not like yeah, yeah. one or two. No, <laughs> no. Nah, Can't play. And they're yeah. uh babies or are they like they're ages? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my youngest is 12. I got three boys and a girl. My youngest is a girl. Okay. And, um, you know, my boys and, and talking about teaching boys to be men, uh, to be a man is, a, is an honor. But along with that honor comes responsibility. Mm-hmm. If you don't see it as an honor, then you don't see no responsibility to live up to. And so that's what we teach, you know, these these young kids and I teach my sons. And so, um, you know, that's something that, you know, uh, men out there, you know, and, and along with that, that honor and responsibility is, you know, um, like you're saying, how you deal with women. Right. You know, it's a big I, part it, of it. It's huge. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm sitting back looking at women nowadays and, and you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic, man. And I'm proud to see 
you know, the women empowerment, um, you know, uh, and see women doing big things. And I mean, I love it. I'm not intimidated by anything. I, you know, we've we've worked with some strong women, conscious, very strong, strong young woman. You know, young, yeah, like young you know, beast. Yeah, yeah. Very it's strong. like, man, we 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 have the, you know daughters. So, you know, that's definitely a huge part of it. I mean, I teach my daughter all the time. There's no way that any any youngster young dude's gonna come at you in any wrong way not to mention she got the three brothers right i was i was gonna say that like i'm pretty sure she's good on the i tell them i said look if something happens with her it better not get to me because if it does i'm gonna handle it then i'm gonna come handle you because it shouldn't have got to me (laughs) that's just the bottom line with that so So. speaking of change and you and adjusting like have you started producing like the newer style music trap with the you know the with the hi hat? i I, I kind of produce a little of everything not you just hip hop, like nah, like I do a little everything. Yeah. Sometimes a little EDM, some dubstep. Okay, uh, okay. You know, a little bit of everything. What's <laughs> with that? I'm a raver. I'm a music connoisseur, That's so cool. I love all music. So whether it's rock, pop, hip hop, EDM, dubstep, uh, alternative, and uh, you make you can make all this stuff, all of it. And what do you use to produce? You using Reason, Ableton, Logic? Uh, I kind of use a little bit of everything. Okay, a little bit of everything. So you're really versatile. Yeah, I feel like when I meet an artist, especially hip hop artist who's really open minded about other music, they tend to be like a better artist. Oh, like yeah, definitely. Yeah. People that are just kind of like one dimensional, it shows in their art. You know, well, it yeah. makes it hard for you to create. It definitely makes it hard for you to grow in this new and age that days that come along. Every day is something different. But I'm, and there's like know, a lot of blending I, I, going I deal, on. I yeah. deal with some of it. I can't stand some of the auto tune sometimes. Sometimes it drives me crazy because I would rap. rather hear some of the, <laughs> the artist's natural voice. <laughs> yeah, and see what they could do with it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And see what character they really have naturally, mm. not without all the plugins. But um, hey, you know, if people love it, I love it too. I mean, that's one of the things about creating music, right? It's like, yeah, you're doing it for yourself, and it's like a form of expression. But at some point, like, if you want to be, if you wanted to do anything other than just like you with some homies, it's got to be. Got to do it for the people. People got to like it, yeah. Got to do it it. for the people. Most of the music I create is for the people. It's not for me. So I always step out of the box. I never stay in the box. I always do something different. You know, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. People have been making music from the past 60 years. What about you take it back further and go other 60 years before the past 60? True. And you'll be stepping in something nobody has even touched because all the music is about 60 years old. Yeah. yeah. Like classical stuff. or yeah. I, mean, I sample a lot of jazz, but even like farther than that, right? Farther than that. Yeah. Tribal music, you know. Drums, exactly. drum, yeah. drum, Like that's exactly. where drum and bass yeah. like drum type yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that's the key. To being, you know, successful, you got to step out of that box, do something different. Everybody's doing this, find something different that nobody's doing, and, you know, work with that and master it. The biggest thing I can tell the artist is they have to get with them a producer that they trust, and they have to make that producer their executive producer. And if they don't... Like that that, that relationship model, to, like that's this to. is my guy, and he... They create the sound for you. So you guys work, 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 work until you create that magic. And once the magic is created, then you know where you got to be at. And you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And eventually the record's going to get out there if you have the consistency. You know, they're going to get out there. You know, 
Yeah, man, you talking about like different kinds of music. I love like fusion. You know, I've I've yeah, I've done. Well, you some said stuff. you used to rap over band, right? Yeah, I mean, I've done stuff with like punk band. Uh, shouts out to my boy like, Ivan C again and Fester Youth. His his band he used to be in. Fester um, Youth. They like I've heard of that band. Yeah, it's a punk band. Yeah. You know, and so I've I've done stuff with them. You know, uh, I opened up for the Untouchables, you know, uh, Ska Band. Ska, yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah. school Ska Band. I used to be in a Ska Band, so yeah. yeah. so I love Ska, you know, and then you have the whole uh, natural, I mean, the, you know, like the Latin element of, of that. Right, right, to right, it. right. Like, I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Quinta Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they uh, they recorded it at our house um, years back, um, like 12 They're like local band. legends, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the the mix and the fusion that they their sound is just is dope. So I love all that, man. And my brother's calling you trying to call in, dude. Oh, who? My brother Marcus. Well, give him the number. He What's wants to number? call in. It's 213. It Hold on one sec. My bad. No, it's all good. 213. 213 270. 270. 1969. 1969. Yeah, have him calling. We'll, we'll, we'll get him in here. We'll get him in the convo. So I'm, I'm curious, uh, what's like next for y'all? Like obviously, consistency. You got, you got the nonprofit. You're trying to get the dream job. But like, as of like right now, kind of. You know what are your what are your moves look like? Like what are your day to day look like? Like you work, you ready to release work, a new album? Well, like, we're working there, yeah, with yeah, yeah. a lot of different people, and one of them is, you know, OG Barefoot Pookie. He's one of the first original founders of. It wasn't Crip. It was called Cribs. So we've been working with him to get his story out, get his book done. Uh, we're working with. Few people right now trying to shop it so we can get him a, a movie deal. Okay, I think that's Marcus calling us right now. That's what's up. Yo, Marcus, you here? Yo, Marcus, can you hear me? Mad verbals. Yo. <laughs> Mad scientist. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, man, you're on air. <laughs> yeah. What's good? How you doing, brother? Good. I'm blessed. What's up, brother? I'm good, man. Just in the studio with your homies right here, talking about the movement. Yeah, we was about to tell you talking about what what we doing next. Right We're about there. to release that brothers on the block. That's gonna get released. We brought you a snippet so you can play everybody, and uh, we're actually releasing it on 9/11 because the concept behind the song is about. The people getting killed with police brutality, yeah. just basically just senseless killing. I got so you. the the yeah. record is just basically targeting, you know, the people out here that's killing a lot of us for no reason. Got you. You know, senseless killings. Brothers on the block is dying. You know, I feel it. No, no more, no more. There go, little mama. <laughs> yo, yo, Marcus. Hey, ki hey, kids love the show too, man. <laughs> Hey Marcus, are you a oh, rapper? Yeah. What, what, what's uh, what, what's your what's your affiliation with the organization? Oh, uh, I'm co-founder of the organization. Nice. Are you also an artist, creative? The production artist to make some of the beats and stuff, and I'm also an MC of the movement. Mad Verbal's one. They're known as the scientists. Mad scientists. Mad scientists. Nah, I like that. <laughs> cool. So uh, are y'all y'all working on a record right now? Is he is he part of the record too? Yeah, he's, he's on, on, uh, he's on the Brothers on the Block, and that's a tape. That's a whole thing. Like, or is that just well? One it track? started off as a soundtrack for a movie. 
Okay. So the movie Felt deal it. is in well, it's it's, it's still in the making yeah, because we actually still working with Pookie. Okay. So we 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 got to get a little more content, and then we can shop his project to get him movie deals. So I got a few people that's just waiting on us right now. Got so. it. When yeah. we talk, we're really reaching out, attempting to get Snoop to play the role for Pookie. Yeah, we're going to get. Yeah, he already agreed to it, but yeah. we're trying to get him in connecting with uh with Pookie. And a couple of the di- directors, and you know, we're just trying to connect the dots right now. Yeah, yeah. Connect Shouts out to uh, Cherokee Rose Productions as film film production company. My boy Bruce out in Atlanta, um, and Casey uh, Marrow. Yep, Pre- Prevolution. He's a director's assistant. He's been working on a lot of movies. Yeah, him. he's in does the music with us too, and um, so yeah, we we've been working with him. So movies is is part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think in this new digital age, it's all about video. Like I got my yeah. boy Joe Arteaga in the studio filming us right now because he's Peace. trying to put out start his little like web series, and so and I'm I just met with some homies yesterday about video content video content like that's that's the future right instagram is all about video yep visual netflix everybody wants to see things right so yeah movies is the next logical thing for that yeah but we'll keep you in 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 tune and in touch with what's going on yeah man i mean honestly like i said we met at my event and I feel like anybody who comes through there, it was obviously like for the right reason, right yeah. energy. It's not yeah. like it's some super cracking, well-known thing, but it's, yeah. it's a community we got there. Like yeah. same faces usually all the time. I got the same people coming up to say what's Dude, up. I love the young artists, man, that performed. I was telling my brother Marcus, I, uh, I, I shot some video and I, you know, was letting him check it out. Cause like you could tell they were young, but yeah, the young kids with good energy though, yeah. and good concept. The long hair cat, yeah, he was dope. Sanity wow, Minds, shout out Sanity Minds, yeah, that's the dope. homie. Yeah, dude. And the other tall, slender brother. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Montana. I think yeah, that yeah, was Montana. Yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So man, it was. It was. I was like. Uh, I was surprised to be honest. Yeah, but um, I enjoyed it. And honestly, like that's just that's one of the things that I'm really about. Like I'm more about conscious, like hip-hop message you know storytelling that kind of that kind of those are the people i try to find these kids don't understand it yeah yeah man i try to find artists like that who are kind of doing that same thing because i feel like that's that's what hip-hop needs right now you know yeah no doubt well that's what we're all about man yeah Yeah. the message is important so Marcus, you you just joined us. You want to give us a little bit about yourself? Uh, we we've been talking to your boys here for a minute. Is there anything, any advice you got for upcoming artists or anything about staying, uh, you know, staying consistent, longevity in the game? Any wisdom you want to drop? The main thing I always say is be honest with yourself. Don't go out there perpetrating, emulating, and simulating to be something that you're not. Be genuine. Be yourself. It's all right to be different. You know what I mean? That's what's missing right now. All these bubblegum rappers right now, you look and listen to them, they all sound the same. Yeah. There's no difference in any of them. You listen to them all, his name is Lil, Lil Wookie Wop, Lil Yachty, but they all sound like the same motherfuckers. Be yourself. Be genuine. We need new taste, new flavor, and new kids to be not afraid to be a leader and stand out. If you, if you do your homework, which is very important, for you new kids coming into this hip-hop era. You got to go do your homework and your research and know the founding fathers that paved the way and made this platform existable for you to even be able to get on the mic 
and be a rapper if you're a rapper or an MC. Because E-M-C-E is what a real hip-hop kid is. If you're a real lyricist, you're an MC. Not MC, master of ceremony, as holding the host of the Oscars or something. We ain't none of that shit. We MCs. E-M-C-E-E. Know what it is. Know the difference. Hip-hop for the people, baby. That's what it's all about. Without the people, there's no culture. So that's why I came up with the concept of hip-hop for the people. And we do this because we love it. And the biggest point of why we do it is our youth, man. Our youth. Our youth, as you see my little girl right here, she's one of our biggest fans. Every not a day don't go by where I got to play brothers in the block. This kid mimics it. She, she emulates the aspect of it. When the mothers are crying, she rubs her eyes. She understands the concept of it already. And she just, you know, she's an inspiration. So what we do is all about, for the kids, really, we fight to save our youth. Yes. It's okay, Daddy cleaned it up. And so, you know, our whole thing is just we love to live and give back to this culture because it's being robbed. And our, our effort is to save it and to repave the way and build it up. Because like we said, y'all hear this eventually. It's one of our songs, Can't Be Stolen. It's called It's Vital. And hip hop keeps its own stuff in title. Yeah, hip hop versus rap, you know. Yeah, yeah, like Karis yeah. One says, you know, rap is what you do, hip hop is what you live, you know. I feel that. I also feel like there's um, yeah, I, someone was talking about someone recently. I was at a show and they were like, everybody either does like '90s boom bap or they do trap. Like, where's the new shit? Like, how are you gonna? It's like golden era yeah. or. Or everybody's doing trap, like, yeah. and they're like, we're we're waiting for that new thing, that next wave, right? And like, to be honest, dude, I thought trap would have been done by now. I really thought it was gonna phase out, man. Uh, I, I'm know. so disappointed that it's not. I really do my best not to to hate on artists or whatever. You know, everyone go do your thing, get yours, whatever. You know, um, but just my personal taste. You know, right, what I mean, right, right. it's 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 hard for me to swallow. You know, and um, and then now you got there are like you're talking about promoting certain negative stereotypes and whatnot right yeah it's like if you're not you know emulating this a negative stereotype then you're not trapped that's what it seems like to me you know what i mean then you got these kids um you know overdosing and whatnot it's like well see this the worst part about it for me it makes it easy for everybody it's, it's no originality to it. Right. If I can put, if I can, you can come yeah. in the studio and I can plug in a set and and, and and put these plugins in here. It's no longer you anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're changing the voice. This this the the beat is just and it bangs. Bring, it doesn't have anything. I can bring really, ten yeah. artists in and do the same thing with all ten and play every record and they all sound the same. Nobody the sounds same. different. Because you made a perfect point though about what's new, dude. That yep. I've been waiting on it. I mean, we gonna work on on you know. Well, you I just know got just got just gave me the key. I told you, wait, wait, older. you oh, got wow. si- you got you sixty years right here. This Black is all they're tapping into. What happened to the other sixty back here? They're not even thinking about that. So you, you're gonna be different because you're completely away from this sixty years of from Aretha Franklin all the way on up. I mean, we come from the boom bap era, you know what I mean? Right, golden and, era, yeah. And we yeah. are boom bap, we are conscious, but I, I heard Marcus in the back, I heard what you All said. About it. Yeah, we, we are, we have um, 
we know, know we've gone to certain limits. You know what I'm saying? We've we've tested certain limits and and attempted to go different directions and have worked with other artists that you know have you know helped that. So um, you know it's not it's not over yet, but at the same time we do need the youth to to. Yeah, and I mean, you like, know, someone I, young to come in and, and come with something new. Oh, you know? as, he, as he said, that uh, public, public service announcement, calling out all young EMCEs to come and put your application in to become a part of the Black and Brown movement and represent the hip-hop culture. All right, yeah. there's a call-out to all yeah. young MCs arms, who are listening, young. who got the, the conscious mindset and are trying to Absolutely. make a new wave. The black and brown movement are recruiting. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's called Young Profits. It's one of our other pro- programs. You got Young Profits, and then you got us, Founding Fathers. And so basically, as a Young Prophet, your aspiration should be to become a Founding Father. And that way, that cycle will always continue. Because Young Prophets are always going to come about up. Leadership. You know, and so, you know, in them waves of the Young Prophets who... Who want to step up, like you said, have the mindset, like you said, have the good vibes, have the right attitude. You know, we willing to work with anybody, you know, in that fits that criteria, and they might be that next one to to push the envelope and, and come with that that new sound. Yeah, man, and I'm looking for it. I mean, that's why I try to book, and I mean, that's kind of why this whole thing started with the shows and everything, because there was nowhere to perform. You know, you you have these pay to play shows. Yep. And Bullshit. that, yeah, and that I feel like that cuts out a whole percentage of people who are gonna get on the mic and flex their their gift and learn and grow and change, right? So, like, you need to have venues, you need to have places where people that are might not be good or might be dope and never been heard before, yeah. places where they can go and meet other yeah. people and like grow and meet some OG cats who might give them an opportunity or you know yeah. like, and so that's kind of been one of the things. That's main, us right here. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's one of the main the feedbacks I've that's heard. That's one reason why like... we do the podcast. And then that's the other aspect of Intercut Productions. We are a multimedia team building to have that real musical team of MCs, songstress, singers. You know what I'm saying? We, we're building to take over the industry. We want to come in there and make them give us what they got because we already got what they want. Yeah, right. That's I mean, well, that's that's what the whole the whole industry's flipped upside down now, right? It's like if you don't already have the following, they're not gonna give you no deal. When before it was like, oh, we'll we'll, we'll build the following, but now it's all, yeah, you gotta bring it now. You gotta have it already, or else no one's gonna give you shit. Which yeah. is so ironic. Like, how are you gonna have it if no one's giving anything to you? Like, yeah, catch twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we're we're any we're getting close to our time. I want to give y'all a chance to shout out the social media, the website, talk about the the project if you want to. I know you gave us a little insight. If there's anything else you want to talk about that, and then uh, we'll play your song. And you know, what's we'll, that YouTube going out tonight? The little um, yeah, was, the flyer uh, for the yeah the audio of um, Brothers on the Block will be released. Be on dropping on midnight. Nine eleven. Yep, midnight, nine eleven. Shouts also, out to to all those uh, souls Christmas that did make coming it. Coming up, and we're looking to do a, uh, another Christmas fundraiser for the kids. Yeah, like a toy for drive. The, yeah, for the nonprofit. Yeah. Um, also, um, yeah, social media. Like I said, uh, YouTube. Uh, check out the Black and Brown Movement Radio Podcast YouTube channel is Black Brown Movement eighty eight. I'll spell it out: B L A C K. Brown B R O B R O W N movement M O V E M E N T eighty eight 
and that's the YouTube channel. Um, it's also the the handle for our Instagram, uh, Black and Brown Movement. You can look up on Facebook. Um, you know, also Twitter, Black and Brown Movement. Uh, the websites, as I mentioned, uh, the Movement Material Inc., the nonprofit, MoveMat Inc., M O V E M A T I N C dot webs dot com. Black and Brown Movement website, also on the same platform, Black Brown Moves, B L A C K B R O W N M O V E S dot webs dot com. And if anybody wants to get involved or volunteer or donate or really want to be part of the movement, they could find, they could reach you through all that they stuff. They could reach us through any of that. You could email us at movementmaterial, all one word, at yahoo.com, movementmaterial. Um, you can call us direct. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Don't give out your cell number right hey. here. <laughs> no, he, he gives out his cell phone all the time. He don't care. Go ahead, Mark. Wow. <laughs> 213-246-6667. One more time. One more time for the people. You see if I put the people gear. One more time. 213-246-6667. That's 246-6667. And recognize that L.A. area code, 213-West-West, baby. Hip-hop for the people gear available all year. Hoodies, zip-ups, tank tops, women's T-shirts and blouses, and any custom designs, any care productions. We do it all. Damn, Marcus, I wish you would have been here, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm though. I'm on daddy duty, man. It's cool. We can hear you. The whole world knows in all 200 countries that you're on tap. All right, my boy, we're going to let you go so we can get to this track. Super appreciate you calling in. I appreciate all your time no, we and appreciate coming you, out. Man. Like, uh, Before we go, though, can we give them the anthem? Uh, we, the movement, believe that civilization began in Africa through the migration. We arrived in Aslan. From east to west, we're all people of the sun. Through 400 years of blood, sweat, and tears, through 500 years of resistance, there's only a few things we retain through bravery and persistence. It's the gospel, the culture, and the music. The music. One love, world. One love. And with that... You can find Sneaky at Artificial Sneaky or just Google S-H-N-E-A-K-Y on the first five hits. Sneaky.net for everything. Um, I got my residency at the Hound Bar in Southgate on Thursday. I am going to be at Speak Easy this Friday, okay. Maywood. If y'all want to come out and yeah, experience yeah. it for yourself, there is we're really building a community. I'm telling you, like regulars similar faces the old the old heads from the bar coming out mingling with the young heads buying us beers everybody's like we're building oh, i'll definitely be there then. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're building something special man so if you can if you're free friday nine o'clock atlantic and slosson the redwood room and uh the name of this track is brothers on the block brothers on the block you got it all right Marcus, thank you for joining us. Thank y'all for coming out. Appreciate I appreciate, you, man. Y'all are no fucking. Doubt. Appreciate you, young appreciate brother. Appreciate you, man. Hey, y'all are doing the work, man. Like real work, and y'all are like a role models for a younger generation who are coming up. And I feel like it's always about the youth. Definitely, they're the future. Yep. So I'm glad someone out there is is looking out for them, man. So appreciate y'all. Oh, well, you know, God bless me to be here, man. Celebrated 28 years this year on 420 that I survived being shot 13 times. Oh I was God. one of the brothers on the block. Hey, man, well, me still be here. glad to have you with us still, bro. I'm glad you're still here to live on and spread the message. And uh, let's roll out with that track.
Yo, man. Too much death going around the nation, yo. Too many people dying. Brothers on the block. In the introduction. Yeah. 